You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychic radio. Ask1radio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is Amanda Hall Psych on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast here in Australia. Look, I'm pleased to report, and I know I'm going to make a few of you a little bit green-eyed with jealousy, but it is an absolutely magnificent day here on the Gold Coast. The sun's out, the weather's warming up, our borders are finally open between the states and it's just sort of a very magical time of the year as we head into Christmas. And for those of you that sort of think, oh, you know, maybe she's lashing out a little bit early and sort of having Christmas on the set, this is my absolute favourite month of the year and I don't think you can ever start celebrating Christmas too early. And I think, you know, after the year that we've had with COVID-19, I think we all need a little bit of lightness in our lives. We all need a little bit of positivity, something to look forward to, so I think it's certainly the time to crank out those Christmas carols and start singing loudly and start remembering what Christmas is about. It's about the miracle of, of positivity, of joy of giving, the promise of new things, the promise of the new year and things getting better. And I always believe that it is a magical time of the year. I know so many people talk about it being, oh, they're so stressed out and it costs so much money and everything like that. And look, I'm sure all those things are very apt and very real but for me it's always been a magical time of the year where I think that anything is possible that we can have a miracle or two happen or we can just lighten everything up and enjoy the time with our family with our loved ones with our friends and in and and celebrate the fact that we made this year that we made it we made it through another year and this year has been particularly tough on a lot of people around the world with COVID-19 so it's an even bigger celebration I feel this year so let's get on to the Simply Tarot card of the week and this week I'm pleased to say it's a nice positive one it's money improvements now there's not too many of us on the planet that wouldn't like a little bit of extra money at this time for some people, it might be signing of a monetary agreement or renegotiating a work contract or just something that you've been waiting on. So this is certainly the sign of things sort of turning a corner where money will start to improve. I'm not saying we're all going to win the lottery or, you know, have a windfall, but it certainly means that we've got something to smile about. It's something to be sort of positive and sort of put some positivity into our step. And I think if one of the major things that we've learnt this year out of COVID is that money does not necessarily make the world go round. Yes, it does make things slightly easier, but we've all learnt that there's more important things to life this year than chasing the almighty money factor in our lives and trying to get ahead and trying to have a bigger and better car or a bigger and better house. We've all learnt now that, you know, being healthy and being alive and being with the ones that you love is the most important thing. Yes, money plays a major role in that, don't get me wrong. We all need money to function 
and we all need money to, to, to move through this modern world because this is our form of barter. It comes in the form of paper, notes and coins. So I'm going to move on to the candle of the week because I feel that this is really important that we focus on this next rather than the astrology and then we'll move to the astrology section because we have been talking about COVID and we have been talking about how very difficult this year has been for many of us as we've sort of manoeuvred our way through the the different changes that happened locally from lockdowns to being completely shut and isolated in our homes and not being able to purchase just simple things in life that we took for granted that, you know, one day we could go to the shops and buy the necessities of life and the next day it was one person from one household was allowed out to buy just essentials. So we had a very trying year this year. And for many of us, it was a very difficult time, not just from the lockdown, but from the fact that we had to take a long, hard look at ourselves and our lives and what became important to us and what was no longer important. And I think one of the major things that came out of this, that most of us, and I'm not saying all of us, but a lot of us were living a very pressure-driven, shallow type of existence, that everything centred around money and being the best and having the best car and the biggest house and being seen with the right people and all this very sort of false, illusionary type of things that we sort of measured our success on. And instead of measuring our success on being a decent person and maybe looking to overcome some of the difficulties in our lives and maybe not be so judgmental of other people in our lives that didn't measure up to our very, very high and exacting standards of what we thought life should be or how they should live their life. And that brings me to the candle of the week this week, which is forgiveness. Now, I purposely chose this candle because I feel at this time of the year, as we head between Thanksgiving and the, and the Christmas break, we need to look at who we need to forgive. Now, is it do we need to forgive somebody in our family, in our inner circle, or do we need to forgive ourselves for being sort of this focus-driven money idiot that we now look at things in through very sort of different eyes? So there's a number of reasons why we would look at burning a forgiveness candle in the next week, and it may just be asking for forgiveness for anything that we may have done that may have upset somebody or hurt somebody or done something that we wouldn't have liked done to us this year. But I think the most important person we've got to forgive is ourselves. We are human. We do make mistakes. We do say and do things without maybe first thinking about it. And that's something that we're all guilty of. And I know myself, I've being a Sagittarian, Sagittarians are affectionately known for foot-in-mouth disease. And, you know, I've always worked upon the score that don't ask me the question if you don't want the honest answer. You know, it may not always be pretty, but I will tell you the truth. And a lot of people over my lifetime, including clients, have sort of thought, gee, she's too direct, she's this, she's that, and the other, gee, she's harsh. No, I call it as I see it. And sometimes that's the best way to get somebody to sort of take control or look at their lives or maybe look at themselves and start to forgive themselves or make changes in their life by being that blunt and that direct. And I know for me during this COVID time where we were all sort of locked in our houses, I know that I looked at areas of my life and looked over 
you know, the whole entirety of my life and thought, gee, I could have maybe done that better or handled that a little bit differently. And then at the end of it all, I decided to forgive myself for the things that I couldn't change because I looked at it and I looked at it very hard and very harshly. And I decided then that I did at the time what I thought was right. Was it necessarily right in the long run? Probably not. But at the time, it was the best decision that I thought that I could make. So by coming to that conclusion, I allowed myself to forgive myself for the things that didn't maybe pan out quite the way that I had anticipated or expected. And it, it was like a, a really uplifting freedom. It was like finally my soul felt light. It felt bright. It felt like, okay, there was nothing that I was carrying around as baggage anymore because I had released it. I had forgiven myself and I'd forgiven people along the way that mightn't have been so kind to me or did something that I took on board as being not very pleasant or something that I didn't want. And, you know, and I thanked them for the lessons that they gave me in forgiveness, that, you know, the ability to be able to forgive and forget and to move on and to wish them well, to not hold any malice, to not hold any nasty energy on board because they were obviously doing the very best that they could do at the time as well. So that's the forgiveness candle. So you can use any candle that you've got and just sort of maybe put the word forgiveness on it or think about forgiving yourself, forgiving other people in your life or just forgiveness in general as you light the candle and stare into it for about 10 to 15 minutes a day and you might just find that there's a lot of old thoughts and, 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 and things that will come back into your mind that you can just sort of look at it, forgive it and let it go. So we're now going to move on to the astrology section of the show. Now, look, I know all you I've been banging on about COVID-19 because it's been a major issue for all of us around the world and what's caused it, in my opinion, from the astrological part. And it hasn't changed. I mean, it's still Pluto, Jupiter and Saturn all sitting in Capricorn asking us to sort of completely transform the way that we do things, that we've been given the opportunities, we've been given the information, we've been given the tools collectively as a globe to change the way that we approach things, that, you know, we've got to look at the way that we hunt and gather our food and our food sources and what is sort of technically right and wrong, why are we doing things that are causing things that can cause pandemics. But also I think we've been given a real wake-up call that the planet needed healing. And in the time that we've had this opportunity to stop, the planet did start to heal. The animals started to sort of be able to become free and not so stressed and became playful. And we found pollution almost became non-existent in the world because factories weren't bellowing out, you know, polluting smoke and things like this. So there was many ways that we were able to change the planet. And there was many ways that we've been able to reorganise how we live in this planet. And that's where Pluto's come in. You know, for many people, it was about suddenly having to work from home and juggling around the family needs and, you know, everybody being able to, to work and, and school from home 
in very difficult environments because not all of us had these rambling big houses where everybody had a room to themselves and everybody had enough Wi-Fi connection for the internet and things like that and enough computers and things like that to be able to do things. But what it did was it made us look at what was important to us. And for many people that I've been working with throughout the year, a lot of people have said to me, this has been the greatest thing that's ever happened. I didn't like it at the beginning, but now it's shown me more of a work-life balance and a family balance. And I know here in Australia, many people have opted for sort of buying bigger homes or moving more out into country and rural locations because they can see that that can be a better work-life balance. They no longer need to be in a city. They no longer need to commute into an office to do their job. They can do it remotely and they're spending more time with their family, their children, and sort of, you know, getting back to basics, learning to cook again, growing food in the garden, spending time with their children, going for a walk in the park or a cycle and things like that. So all these sort of things are very, very important as we start to look at rehealing the planet. And that's what Pluto's role has been, has been slow, deliberate, definite. And Pluto will be in Capricorn till 2022. So he's still got a little bit of time to go. So this last bit may seem like the hardest bit, but it's not necessarily the hardest bit because we've got the opportunity, we've got the tools in our toolkit to make these real changes. Now, moving on to other parts of astrology, this week I'm pleased to say the sun's finally back in Sagittarius, yippee-doodle-dandy, we can all start to feel the fire, the excitement, the magic of Christmas in the air. And he's joined by the planet of communication, Mercury, so there's lots of communication going on at the moment, there's lots of people starting to sort of really start to tell the truth now, we're starting to find things are coming out into the into the media now where things are oh, well, that's not quite right, or this is this is actually the truth of the situation. And one of the examples I could use is the American election. You know, each day there's more and more information that the election wasn't rigged. So that's just sort of one of those forms. But, you know, there's a lot of politics going on around the world, and a lot of people don't particularly like politicians, and I'm probably one of them. But they are a necessary evil, and, you know, we do have to, to work with what, who and what is in power in our local environments at this point in time. Now, for those of you that are saying to me that we've had a little bit of pro issue with sort of emotions. Now, emotions aren't always driven by the moon. Now, we tend to sort of think of the moon. We tend to think of the moon as what governs our emotions. But Venus, the planet of love and affection, which is what we love to do or how we love, quite often can have a, a major role in how we feel emotionally. So it's interesting because Venus is in Scorpio at the moment and the Scorpio energy is always very intense. It's always asking us to duck under the covers, have a good, long, hard look in the dark crevices, search your soul, make sure that you're being truthful with yourself, look at the areas of your life that maybe you think are prickly or uncomfortable. And because it's Venus, it's asking us to look at the things or the people that we love in our life or the ways that we love, how we like to love. So it can be a little bit tricky when it comes to relationships when you've got Venus in Scorpio because 
sometimes our partners or the people that we love the most aren't always behaving in the manner that we want them to. And again, I come back to the forgiveness candle. It's sort of like they go hand in hand. You know, we don't always have to like what somebody's doing. We don't even always have to agree with them or approve it. But we have to cut them some slack and try and understand it from their point of view because their point of view is equally as important as ours, if not more so, because it's their point of view. It's their way that they see their life or their emotions or the things that they love or don't love to do. So therefore, it's very important to them. So you've just got to understand that sometimes it's Venus that's making us feel a little bit titchy or a little bit uncomfortable when it comes to emotion and matters of the heart. It's not always connected to the moon. The moon at the moment is currently sitting in Gemini, so the moon's a little bit playful and a little bit fickle wanting to play a few practical jokes, not really wanting to make any sort of commitment, wanting to sort of have a little bit of fun and frivolity. So that's why I come back to Venus being the area, if you're having a little bit of a struggle with your emotions, it's more connected with Venus. But that will lighten up over the next few days because we've got so much emphasis with the Sun and Mercury sitting in Sagittarius. It's very playful and wanting to get out there and sing and have fun and go shopping and and just enjoy the festive time of the season. We're going to speak with Beth in Fort Mill in South Carolina. Are you there, Beth? Am I what? I'm sorry. Do you have a question? Do I live here? You said, do I live in Fort Mill, South Carolina? Yeah, Beth. Is that you, sweetie? Hello? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Thank you, Beth. Do you have a question I can work with, please, sweetie? Um, I'm sorry. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. Maybe it's your accent. <laughs> you have a nice one, though. But, a, um, do you have a question I can answer Oh, I'm you? sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in a bathroom stall at Goodwill. <laughs> I've been waiting around. I didn't want to miss your call. Um, I just, I guess, are you a medium also? I am, but there's no guarantee that they'll come through in, you know, the, the limited amount of time we've got on the show. That's why I usually ask for a question. And if someone wants to weigh in from the other side, they will. So is there a particular yeah. area of your life you'd like me to look at for you, sweetie? Well, I mean, I, I guess I have a lot of questions, but I don't know where to start. I guess maybe um I'll just name off some things and maybe you could just tell me if you see anything or have any advice or you know, about the situations. I mean, I'm having trouble with my relationship currently with my boyfriend. I'm having, I'm stressed out. My mother-in-law just passed away and, and I'm just, it seems like one thing's going wrong with okay, another and I don't know what way to go, turn, and I don't feel like I have anybody to trust and, you know what I mean? Ever since my mother-in-law died, that. it's I been rough. <laughs> I do know what you mean, Beth. Yeah. So let's sort of start at the beginning with this. First thing I'm going to say to you is I'm sorry that your mother-in-law passed away. That's always a very difficult time when we lose someone that we were close to. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like that the that was a bit of, <laughs> Yeah, but I feel that that was a little bit of a tricky relationship too with your mother-in-law. You didn't always see eye to eye. The two of you were very Not, strong. No, we didn't. We fought a lot, but we, but we were yeah, close. But, I was closer to her than my real mother. Oh, yeah, I can see that. But what I'm saying is what I was picking up was this two very strong, forthright women that 
you know, yeah. didn't back down. They believed they were right, they were right, and that's the way it was. And nothing yeah. has changed. It's really interesting because they don't normally come through to me so quickly after their passing, but she's sort of there and she's sort of telling me she's not going anywhere. She's pretty stubborn. So I think what you need to do now is just just accept that even though she may not be physically here anymore, she is still here with you every single day. She sees everything that's going on. And let me assure you, she'll give you some sort of sign if she thinks you're doing the wrong thing. It'll be, you know, she'll drop something in front of you or she'll make something happen or the phone will ring or something will happen that she gets your attention to look at it in another way. And I can see you sometimes standing there just bursting, laughing, thinking, there she goes again. You know what I mean? I must be doing something she doesn't like. She just, you know, she's just dropped a plate in front of me or moved something or done something. She's got to wait. She's she's still going to be equally as vocal from the other side as she was here. Let me assure you of that. As far as the boyfriend's concerned, look, I don't know that there's a lot more there that you can do to try and make this situation right. I think you've sort of come to a point that it's like, well, what next? What more can I do? If you said to me, yeah, you wanted me to do this, I've done that and that still isn't enough. And it's like, I just want to throw my hands in the air and say, that's it. I'm done. I've had enough. I can't play this yeah. silly game anymore. Now, that doesn't yeah, mean you've okay. got to end the relationship today. It just means that you are on the right track and everything that you've sort of thought regardless of what anybody else tells you, has got nothing to do with grieving your mother-in-law. It's you taking your own power back and acknowledging that things aren't right, that, you know, that you're not prepared to live the rest of your life bending them down and, and, and trying to appease other people. There's got to be a time for Beth where Beth says, this is yeah. what I want. Now, this is so not going to be the no, darling, he's not he's going to change. Nobody changes. People don't change. Is. Leopards don't change their spots. They fade, they get, and then they get darker again. Our basic personality doesn't change. What we as humans and individuals can do is we can modify our behaviour if we choose to. If we choose to take responsibility as an individual to make changes in our behaviour or modify our behaviour, that's up to the person. But no amount of somebody telling you or suggesting or cajoling you to do that will make you do that unless you believe you want to do it for yourself. Yeah. Now, having said that, I was going to come back to the fact that I feel this month is not going to be the easiest month in the world for you this year because not only is it the first Christmas without your mother-in-law, but I think it's a culmination of a lot of things all coming to a head at once, Beth. It's like a lot of emotions are going to come to the surface and it's like you've got to be prepared to deal with things head on. And it's like if you need to cry, cry. If you if you need to scream, go somewhere and jump down. Do you know what I mean? And not hurt anybody else, yeah. you know, just get it out of your system. 2021 yeah. will be a much more positive year for you and a year where things will become more more definite, it's like you, you'll get up and you'll just know. You'll get out of bed and you'll say, right, I'm going to do this, this and this today and you'll just know. You won't even have to think about it. It will be very strong, very definite. It's like a knowing. It's not a matter of having to make decisions. Now, between now and February, you've just got to go with the flow. You've got to imagine yourself being like a log in a river, just going with where the river takes you. You know, you don't mm-hmm. necessarily have the, have 
the the energy to sort of try and change the course. And I don't want you to change the course. I want you to just go with things so that you're conserving your energy. And through that, you will get the answers that you need moving forward. So I hope that's helped you, Beth. We'll have to move on now. And Merry Christmas, sweetie, and good luck with moving forward with your life. We're going to talk with Sierra in St. Petersburg in Florida. Are you there, Sierra? Yes. Do you have a question I can work with, please, Sierra? Well, I'm sorry, what did you say? Do you have a question that I can work with, please, sweetie? Um, I was really hoping to connect to somebody on the other side. Okay. There's never a guarantee, Sierra, that we can connect with who you want to connect with in the short time I have on the show. But do you have a question I can work with and if, they want to chime in, they will. Is there something that's troubling you in your life, Some something you need some guidance on? Um, my relationship. Okay, let's look at your relationship. All right, the first thing I get around the relationship is it's like one step forward, three steps backwards, two steps forwards, three steps backwards. It's like it's been not so much on again, off again, but it's like I don't feel like I'm making any real consistent progress. Is that how you feel it's been since about June? It's sort of like there's been issues there that I need to try and work through or sort out, and it's like I just don't seem to be getting any further forward with it. Is that how you're feeling? Yeah. Look, it's nobody's fault. I think both of you have been through a number of changes this year and it's like you're both trying to find your feet in this very different sort of world now that we call your normal life to what it was this time last year. I just don't know that the relationship has enough to hold it together. Do you know what I mean? If there's one thing that's come out of all this is that you're questioning how you really feel about this person, that is this strong enough going forward or am I starting to pick holes in it because it's not right? I don't know that there's necessarily a definite answer to that yet. What I would sort of suggest is let's just let it be for the next month or two and not so much try and make final decisions or try and push anything or poke anything into where we think it should be. Let's just let it be and see what develops. Look, I think he's a nice man. I don't believe that he would do anything to hurt you in any way deliberately. My question is I don't know whether he's strong enough for you because what's happening this year, Sierra, is you're becoming stronger and stronger in your own right and you're becoming more independent. And it's like that's something that I don't think he knows how to deal with. I do have someone in spirit, but I don't know that it's necessarily the one that you wanted to connect with. I've got an older man. Now, I'm assuming like a grandfather. Yeah. And all as I've got, all as I've got is he's, he's holding you in his arms, like he's giving you a big cuddle. He's telling you it's going to be all right. That's all he gave me. He didn't speak. He didn't do anything. But it was like he, he wrapped his arms around you and to embrace you to say everything's going to be all right just trust in him so that's what i think you need to do i think you need to trust in him have a conversation with him before you go to sleep of a night tell him what's on your mind you don't necessarily have to give him a question to answer but you can share with him what's going on in your mind and that will sort of help him help you because sometimes they they need to hear it from us out aloud 
they're not allowed to read our minds. And unless they sort of eavesdrop on a conversation with a girlfriend or something, they don't really know what's going on in their head. So if you do that, I know you will get more comfort and you will sort of feel that presence that I'm talking about with this older man sort of just embracing you and holding you and, and giving you the strength to go forward. So, Sierra, I hope that's helped you, but I know 2021 is going to be a much better year for you. And you will, you know, decide by about March which way the relationship's going to go. But up until then, just just float with it, just coast along with it, Sierra. So we've got very little time left of the show now, so I hope that you're really going to find something that you can forgive or forgive yourself or forgive someone else this week as we head into the festive season. And don't forget, it's a time of being positive. Let's crank up those turntables with some very positive, uplifting Christmas music to get us into the spirit of, of our soul becoming light and happy and joyful again and, and, and looking forward to the new year as we sort of head into a, a new dimension of what where COVID's going to take us and there's more and more vaccines that are heading towards you know, being ready to go to market, that we can all be vaccinated around the world and get back to a new normal. So until next week, Merry Christmas. See you again next week. Bye for now. Bye.